there it is, ladies and gents, episode 900, holy moly, let's talk about the evolution of the podcast, and yeah, we started from, we started from the bottom, now we're here, and I got a new intro for the show, want to hear it? Too bad, because here it goes. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of... Business Bros. All right, ladies and gents. 900. 900 episodes. Over 650 different entrepreneurs have been on the podcast. Man, we've come a long way. Holy moly. All right, all right. So today's episode was uh, the evolution of the podcast. Um, You know, today I use the podcast and everything that it's created as a unique selling proposition. I use it as evidence and proof. I use it as social proof. I use it for all kinds of stuff in the marketing space. Um, And it all came as a result of showing up every day, putting in the effort every day. Uh, Let's let's start from the very, very beginning. Uh, It was July, 2018 and I was listening to some Gary Vee content at the time, and Gary Vee said, if you want to grow your business, if you have a business period, um, you need to have content. You need, be, you need to become a content creator. And he was basically saying it didn't matter whether you were going to write a blog or do a YouTube video, whatever it was, find a medium that's your own, that you can make your own, and then get out there and start making it happen for yourself, right? Um, you need to be a media company first everything else second. So at the time, you know, real estate, I thought was going to be my thing. And so we decided to start this podcast thing, ordered a couple mics on Amazon. They showed up to the house. I told James, Hey, uh, we're going to do this podcast thing. And he looked at me like I was nuts. We are going to do it five days a week. And then he really looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, and then I said, we're going to do this for at least three years. And, uh, to his, you know, to his credit, he put in the three years. So you don't see him on the show as much. Uh, he did his time. He served his time. And I thank him very much for that. Uh, but now we're now we're moving forward. So what happened in 2018? It was very simple. Uh, I needed to get in front of more people and tell them what it is I did. See, I've tried. I've dabbled before in a lot of different marketing spaces, right? I mean, I've had a tax practice since 2006. We had the real estate. I have the insurance agency. And it's always trying to get more customers. It's always about trying to get more customers. Uh, And in the real estate space, much more, I I tried much more, uh, many different things than any of the other businesses prior to that, right? Um, In real estate, some of the first things they tell you to do is you got a cold call. You got to pick up the phone. You got to call people. You got to interrupt them. Uh, ask them if they're interested in selling. You got to always be closing, right? In other words, you had to always be talking to somebody. You're in line at Starbucks, you talk to them. Uh, you're you're hanging out at the grocery store, you talk to people. You always talk to people about what it is you do. Um, another another avenue was door knocking, 
And it was, you know, go door to door and knock on the door and say, hey, you know, are you interested in selling your home? I got a listing around the corner or we just sold a house over here or whatever it is. And I dabbled in a lot of that, right? When I, when I was going to get into real estate full time, I was like, okay, look, um, let's try this door knocking thing. So I would set up a time during the day and I would knock a neighborhood and it wasn't the easiest thing in the world. There were days when it was hot. There were days when it was cold. There was days when nobody was answering the door. There was people who slammed the door in your face, like all those things. And it just wasn't for me. And here's the thing. I don't know if it could have been for me. I probably could have got really good at that too, but it just wasn't my domain. I didn't feel like it was my domain. So I switched over and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this cold call thing. At least when people hang up on me, um, I won't feel this bad, right? Wrong. I got Mojo Dialer. For those of you who don't know, that's uh, you, you basically can load certain types of uh, phone numbers on there. It automatically dials for you. And so I spent some time making calls every day. And I spent a grip of time learning scripts and trying to memorize my scripts and trying to internalize my scripts. And uh, it just didn't feel right. The other thing was, let's get people to have a cup of coffee, right? So when you do talk to somebody, maybe an interested buyer, then it's like, hey, let's have a cup of coffee. And what, was, what did that really mean, right? When I, when I invited somebody to have a cup of coffee, it really meant, will you sit down with me for a few minutes so I can sell you something? It wasn't me, right? I had this idea in my mind that I didn't want to be a salesperson. I didn't want to go out and prospect. Started reading this book called Fanatical Prospecting. Amazing book, by the way. But it talks about how you're always prospecting. You're always trying to do something. And see, my issue was not really the talking to people. I didn't mind having a conversation with people. It was, how can I bring value to you? Like, if you're going to sit down and have a conversation with me, how do I bring value to you so that it's worth it? So that you know that you're not sitting there just being sold, that I actually did something of value for you. And then you walk away from the situation happy. Hopefully that means we do business in the future. But how do I bring value to people? So in came this podcast thing, right? And so James and I started doing it because, you know, why, why the three years? Why the daily? Because I, I was watching Joe Rogan at the time. And he was somewhere around 900 episodes at the time, which is awesome because now I'm, I'm right there. I'm getting close to catching up to the number of episodes Joe Rogan has. I think it's like 16 or 1700 somewhere right now. But, but anyways, he was about 900, super popular at the time. And I was thinking, okay, well, if I can get to that number of episodes, then I too will have a following or I too will be a better speaker or I too will have you know more people that I can sell to. So that was my initial intent. I was like, okay, I'm just going to get to a thousand, the fastest way that I can get to a thousand episodes and see what happens. Let's see how much I can build on this thing. And we started off with audio only, right? We started off with just the audio part, microphones, Record on, uh, what was the name of the program? I even forgot it off the top of my head. Uh, it's not GarageBand, it's the other one, Audacity. So we record on Audacity, and then after we finish recording, we you know, go to the editing board and add in the intro, add in the outro, some music, whatever it was, and boom, that's it. That was our, that was our couple episodes. And we wanted to do video. We initially, we wanted to do video. We just didn't know how to limit the post-production, right? The editing afterwards. We're doing this every day. So for us to edit an episode every day, it was going to get tough. And so 
James and I did a lot of different things when it was just us. We sucked at speaking. We would say mm and um okay after every sentence. Uh, we, we grabbed this glass jar and we put the glass jar under the microphone and we wanted to improve our speaking. So we gave, I gave James a pile of quarters. I had a pile of quarters and recording live. I think it's like, I don't even remember episode, probably like thirties or forties, somewhere episode, like 30 or 40, somewhere in there. You could hear quarters going into the microphone. Clink, 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 clink. Cling, 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 cling. Every time I heard him say, um, or okay, or some sort of filler, I corrected him right there on the show. He corrected me right there on the show. And we started to realize that what we were doing was we were improving our skills every single day. We would sit down and we would outline certain episodes that were things, topics that we wanted to talk about. We'd talk about our intros and outros and how could we make it better? And how can we make the show funner? And how could we bring more energy? And how can we get more relevant? We were consistently showing up every day and trying to improve. Somewhere around episode 50 or 60, we decided, all right, it's time we do some interviews, right? It's time we reach out because the only way we're gonna get other people to listen to the show or other people to get involved is we get them in, onto the show. And so I reached out to Jose Valencia, my very first podcast guest. And I was like, hey, man, I got this podcast. You, you want to be on the show? And he was like, yeah, I'd love to. And that's when it clicked. Right? That's, when, that's when all of a sudden I realized, hmm, can he have five minutes of your time for a cup of coffee? It wasn't the pitch that I needed to make. It wasn't bringing any value. People could buy their own coffee. But if I said, hey, I got this podcast. Would you like to come on my show? and talk about all the cool stuff you're doing, now that's valuable. That gives a little bit of audience, it gives them a little bit of content, and they can use that to market their businesses. And so I knew I was onto something, right? So we started doing interviews, and along the way, I met uh, Katon and Jose and, uh, and Adrian and Gabe, and they were like a little click in the real estate space. One was a lender, one was a real estate agent, one was a uh, um, an editor and the other one a videographer, right? And as, as we got to know that whole little group of people, I started to learn from what they were doing. They showed me how to use video in my podcast, how to turn my cell phone into a camera that I can use and live stream. And so now our podcast went from just audio to now audio and video, and we were live streaming on, on, on Facebook. So we got better as we progressed. The podcast became a little more accessible to a little more people in a little bit of a different way. And then we had to take our show on the road, right? We wanted to meet more people. And so when I would invite them to be on the show, some of them, we would go to their office. You know, Ryan Lipsy and Tycor Title, the, the, the title team that I use for, for uh, my real estate transactions. You know, Ryan was really awesome because not only did he invite us to his office to do the episode there, which was really cool, by the way, he introduced us to a bunch of other people who would be interested in being on the show. And he became an advocate of what we were doing. And it was awesome because we started to build a network of people. And every time we showed up to do another interview, people were like, oh, I've heard of you guys. Oh, yeah, you guys were the ones talking about it. You know, that's who you guys were talking. That's who people were talking about. We got invited to a Christmas party. For, uh, for Big Block Realty, we showed up, nobody knew who we were. 
And James and I went around and the objective was simple. Let's talk to a bunch of people and invite them to be on the show. So we walked around this Christmas party talking to people randomly, which I was scared to talk to people randomly, by the way. James would be the one who would make the introduction. And once the introduction was made, then the conversation, I could go from there. But the start of the conversation, I was fearful of. But we did it, right? And after we, after we left that party, I remember leaving that party and I looked at James and I told him, I was like, look, dude, we're going to come back to this party next year. But next year, everyone's going to know who we were. And that entire year, we worked our ass off. We started to interview more and more people. We, we got people on the show almost consistently every single day at that point. And everybody was telling us their story. And we had video content. And people were coming to my house, literally in studio. So if you see some of these early uh, interviews, they would come in studio. And we would, li- we would literally have a conversation with each other, record it. James would do the video editing so he can do multiple cameras. He put the little banners on there, all kinds of cool stuff. And our network began to grow. And then COVID hit. No more in-person interviews for us. So we switched over to that thing that everybody used, Zoom. And that of cool you know i mean we're able to continue doing the interviews they were just now mobile uh i mean virtual and uh, that was great but one day i was watching gary v do some stuff and i noticed that his streaming platform didn't look like my streaming platform and i did a little inquiry emailed them out sent them you know dms and they introduced me to Streamyard, and this completely revolutionized the way we do the show Because StreamYard not only allowed me to stream to Facebook, it allowed me to stream to LinkedIn. It allowed me to stream to YouTube. It allowed me to stream to Twitch. It allowed me to stream to Twitter all at the same time. And as I started to dive deeper into creating content, I realized, oh, wait a minute. StreamYard allows me to change the backgrounds and use some animated GIFs, right? StreamYard allows me to create some video clips I wasn't aware that was something a person could do. I just didn't know that the options were there for us to do these sorts of things. And now I was like, wait, are you telling me that I could produce a show that looks and feels a lot like those fun YouTube videos that have a bunch of cutscenes in them, but I can do that live? And not only could I do that live, you mean I can add my intros and my outros and a bunch of clips throughout the show? Oh, right? Like literally, that's what I thought. Technology is a wonderful thing. Thanks, Lenny, for joining the show. It allows us to do all kinds of cool stuff. And so we continue to move on this, this, you know, new streaming platform, learning all the cool things we can do. And I started to reach out to more people. I spent so much time on social media, in people's comments, in the comments of the, the people I aspired to be like, the Tony Robbins and the Gary V's and the, all these other people, the uh, David Goggins and the Les Browns. When they would post something, they'd have thousands of comments. And I would go into the comments and comment on people's comments and begin conversations. And if they were interesting, I'd say, hey, you're an entrepreneur. Would you like to be on my podcast? And then they would come and be on the show. My calendar started to fill up date after date after date after date. Then I got introduced to some of these essentially podcast dating platforms where if you have a show, you can post your show and then people want to be a guest on your show. They go into this little network. Matchmaker.fm is one of them. So I built profiles on there. 
when they were early on, when they were first just getting started. Help them by funding a little bit of the premium, paying for some of their pro status early on and grandfathering myself into some of these platforms with some good status. Interviewed the creators of those platforms. And good things began to happen. Our show was getting more and more people signing up to be on the show. And we, James and I, started to say, okay, how do we make this better? We added things like the fire intro. The fire intro is so powerful because we realize that people want to come on the show. And if we talk about them and we want to know everything about them and we're excited about them, they're going to have a great experience. And so we started to try to develop the show in a way that gave the guests an experience they would never forget. Every person who comes on the show, even if they've done uh, podcast tours where maybe they go to, you know, 20 podcasts that they've been on or 30 podcasts that they've been on, they always say the same thing. Your level, way up here. Your energy level, way up here. Their experience on the show, never been on a show like ours. Why? Because we're trying to improve every single day. Lenny says the best format for a podcast is interactive one where people share opinions. Dude, 100%. 100%. You know, there's times where we have episodes that are kind of controversial and people are commenting just like Lenny. And we get to have conversations with people who aren't even guests on the show. But the audience gets to interact. That feature, by the way, what Lenny's talking about, just adding the comment to the screen is another feature that StreamYard offers that allows us to make the live interaction that much better. And it doesn't matter if they're on YouTube or they're on Twitter or Twitch or Facebook, they can comment and be a part of the show. How cool is that? So fully produced content, fully edited live on the show. Then I got my nice little uh, Go XLR soundboard and we started adding in music as well. Let me uh, back to uh, some Drake over here, right? So literally we could play music on the show. We had sound clips on the show. We had all kinds of cool stuff. It made the experience amazing, right? Fast forward now, we're three years into this thing, almost going on four. And uh, James and I have this conversation, you know, he came on board because, you know, essentially he owed me from a previous business venture, right? Let's Let's just cut to the chase. That's what happened. We had our very first business, PC Cruisers, and his girlfriend broke his heart and he bounced on me and he was the heart of that actual business. So he left me high and dry and he felt, you know, I got to do right by my big bro. So he came in with me three years. He comes in and then he's like, look, dude, I mean, it's cool. I, I, I love it. It's just not, you know, I want to kind of move on from this thing and I'll, I'll do all the premium episodes um, and maybe I'll jump on every once in a while. But, you know, my time's done. And that's OK, because at this point in the show. Everything you see that's created, all the thumbnails, all the clips, all the intros, outros, all that stuff, I've gotten to a point where I can run the show all by myself. And I started to bring on a little bit of help. Enter Celine. Clip it, Celine. Just kidding, don't clip this one. But Celine's my VA. She comes in, she helps me set up the show every single day. She helps me with uh, my email campaigns. So that the guests are getting their emails on a regular basis when it's, you know, your show's about to come on, a reminder that your show has has aired, um, everything from sending out the full audio and full video because we give away our full audio and full video to our to our guests so that they have marketing content. 
And so James was able to step away. And that is super awesome because let me tell you where the podcast is today. Okay, when we started, it was about real estate. But as we interviewed more and more people, as we got people on the show, now that our show books out 10 weeks in advance, what are people asking for? What are our clients, our listeners, what are people wanting from our show? And they want one thing really and one thing only. They want more customers. They want people to hear about their story, hear about their business, and then come and sign up to do work with them, buy their products or services. That's the feedback that we were getting. So we redesigned the show. Because here's the thing about creating your own show. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It's your show. So we redesigned the show. And now our show is designed to sell. You see, every episode that I have with a guest, I have it structured in a way so that their editing team or them themselves can easily clip the episode and to create small segments of, of content that they can repurpose and put onto social media. It's designed in a way so that at the end, I'm going to offer them the opportunity for us to create a sales video for them so they can use that on their website. They can use that in their paid ad campaigns. They can use that to attract more customers because that's what they want. But it's not designed in a way where it's boring, where I'm interviewing you with a set of questions and I'm only asking you one thing. It's designed for us to pull an actual smile out of your face. So that while you're talking about your business, your eyes and your face and your cheeks, you all light up. You're there. You're excited. Everybody can see how excited you are about the things that you're doing with your products or services and your business. And that is captured on video. The more excitement I have, the more excitement my guest has. And when my guest is excited talking about what they're selling, what they're doing, the problems that they're solving for their customers, I get to capture that on video and turn it into a sales video for them to go out and get more customers because sales is nothing more than a transference of energy. And if I can get my guest energy up, then I can get their sales up. This is how we make getting customers fun and easy. And I know that not every single one of them is an editor or that can, they can create content or they know how to run Facebook ads. So we do that for them as well. That's the opportunity that we present. The show is literally designed to sell. Now, we've booked out 10 weeks in advance. So if you want to be a guest on the show, we book out 10 weeks in advance. That gave us the opportunity to open up premium spots, right? A premium spot is now, uh, let's see what Lenny says. See, Lenny says it's a positive change when you evolve rather than stagnant and staying in one place. Dude, 100%, 100%. You have to improve. You can't end in the same spot that you started unless you're running in circles. Oops. Right, you have to go, you have to move forward, you have to improve. So, when we book out 10 weeks in advance, it opened up the opportunity for us to do a premium episode. So, now we charge 100 bucks for people that don't want to wait 10 weeks, they want to get on the show today, or at least in the next couple days, right? And so, they pay 100 bucks and now they can jump the line, they have access to our 1 p.m. spots. So, when you see me go live at 1 p.m., those are customers who are coming on the show because they understand the value of creating content. They, we have a reputation of building or creating some cool content for them on their behalf, and they pay for that. They don't want to wait 10 weeks to sell their products. They want to start selling their products today. And now we have our VIP package as well, and that's just us taking over your complete ad campaign. 
So we will do all the all the content creation. We write all the ad copy. We do all your ad placement. We have a customer management system. We have a follow-up system because money's made in the follow-up. We do all of that for our clients. And the last thing that we do now as, a, as part of the evolution of our show is we get video testimonials. So you'll see that at the end of every episode, after I've given our clients the greatest experience, we give an intro that's amazing. They probably never heard other people talk about them as energetic and as fun as we do. Then we have an episode that's all about them, high energy, asking them questions, intrigued about what they're doing. We are more interested than interesting. We're very interested in them. We've literally designed a show to sell and they see how we've created it because I tell them before the show starts, this is what I do. This is how we do it. And by the end, you're going to have a great time and it's going to be this complete product. And when we deliver on what we say we were going to deliver at the end of the episode, I ask them, what was your experience like on the show? And I am able to capture a video testimonial from every single person on the show because the most powerful marketing tool that you have is word of mouth. If you can get your customers to talk about you and recommend and refer you, you have a winning concept. And that's what the Business Bros Podcast is designed to do. We're designed to get you more customers. We help you with video testimonials and your paid ads because that is what you asked us to do. This is the evolution. We're 900 episodes in and we're a sales generating machine. And that's what we do for our customers. We help you grow. And we do it in a fun way. We help you get clients. We help you get partners. We help build your network. We help build your email list. We help build your phone number list. We help get you more customers, more repeat customers. That's where the podcast is today. Everything from I could barely hop behind a mic and have a conversation without stuttering by myself or with James on the podcast no video, all the way to a fully produced show, creating content that sells other people's products or services. It only took 900 episodes, right? But here's the bottom line. Remember my goal at the beginning, if I could get to a thousand episodes, I could probably get as popular, as famous as Joe Rogan. That was the goal. Now, is that a realistic goal? I don't know. That's my big, hairy, audacious goal. But I'll tell you what, if I have a fraction of what his following is, that's a success. And I've been able to monetize this podcast. I've been able to grow my network. I've been able to build a business from it. Maybe not as big as Joe Rogan, but big enough. And it's only getting better. So that's my message to all y'all. First of all, Thank you very much. If you've been a guest on the show, if you're an audience, if you've been in the audience, if you've ever dropped a comment or you send me anything or maybe even hit a like or a heart button on my social media pages at Business Bros Pod, thank you very much for being on this ride with me. It's been an amazing one. And Lenny, sounds like a win-win situation. Sure is. That's the idea. Everybody's got to win. It's actually a triple win, right? We win as a podcast. Guest wins as a business. Customer wins because they get the information that they're looking for. A win, win, win. So ladies and gents, it only takes effort and work. Find your medium. I don't know what it is, but when you find it, commit to it. And it's not the easiest thing in the world. Believe you can get there. 
and then show up, do what you need to do, and you will succeed. It will take time. When uh, one of these days, I'm going to be a lot more famous than I am today because I'm working towards it. And when that happens, it's going to be one of those quote unquote overnight successes. But you all have been here for the ride. You can go back to episode one and laugh at it, at how horrible it is. But you can drop in every couple hundred episodes and say, man, he's getting better. Oh, he's got a lot more energy. Okay. That's where he is today. He didn't start there. He got there. And you can do the same thing. Nobody is born amazing. Everybody becomes amazing. It's just the way it is. So, uh, last little thing here. I gave you guys a new intro. I got a new outro. Let me know what you think of the voice. I figured we love our movie quotes so much. I had to hire a guy that had a movie voice to do our intros and outros. So, we'll see you guys again. Manana 901 starts manana. And uh, let's see. Tick, 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 tick. As we get closer to that thousand episode marker. Peace. And we're out. Thanks for watching the Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with the Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.